once you change your philosophy, you change your thought pattern. Once you change your thought pattern, you change your, your attitude. Once you change your attitude, it changes your behavior pattern. And then you go on into some action. Podcast go. And now what? I guess we intro it. Like, hey, what's up? This is the podcast. Everyone sucks here. And I am uh, one of the hosts, Brian. And that's uh, this. This The voice you're hearing now is me with a bandana on because I probably have a cold. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous laughter. <laughs> Woo. Oh, but in all seriousness, uh, COVID's back. I guess we're back with another COVID episode. Yeah, as uh, we're speaking right now, Jerome is sitting across from me with a bandana across his face. Yeah. Because uh, he has a little th- sore throat. Maybe I was doing too much on the side. Yeah. Extracurriculars got me all caught up. Working in that service industry with all the other people that don't like wearing masks. And, oh, and the kids. And the kids. And so the, many kids. The mess. And then... I guess I'm gonna have to like you know officially give up eating off of people's plates. Yeah, yeah. No, no more, uh, no more scraping the 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 rubbish off and, and making yourself a little garbage sandwich yeah, in between. Dude, that's some real pre-COVID shit that oh, you just yeah. can't do anymore. Because like before, I don't know, whatever. People sneeze on their food. People that cough on mm-hmm. their food, they leave shit behind. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling anybody anything that they they don't already know. You, but, if you've uh, worked in restaurants, you know. Right. You know, this is an advanced level tier move where you you pick just the, the right amount of selected leftovers off a plate to come up with a little snack. Just a little snack. Every part of my life, uh, I've it's elevated more. Like when I worked at the movie theater, uh, you know, sometimes people would find a bag of candy and eat it after somebody. To me, like a bag of Skittles, how are you going to fuck that up? You can't, can't. You're not like spitting into the bag. Yeah. So like it's fine. Half so a then, thing of popcorn. So then when I'm working at the movie or working at a restaurant... And, you know, somebody sends back, like, an entire chicken finger or, like, you know, they eat, like, only a quarter of their hummus plate. Yeah. And the Half whole rest fries, of it's there. You know, yeah, it's, it's all there. It's all there for the taking. If right. it's not, it's just going to go into garbage disposal. That's right. how desperate capitalism is made. But it's, just today I was just thinking, I was like, what if jobs provided food for their employees so i didn't have to do that yeah you instead of the like the one meal you get a day on like a a 10 hour 8 hour 12 hour shift or something like that i I think about the amount of jobs that i've had where i've been fucking starving because i had like two dollars on my bank Mm. account until the next paycheck Mm -hmm. and i'm at a place where they could just like every week they could just have subs or whatever the fuck some baseline 
You shouldn't be hungry at work. No, especially if you work at a restaurant. That's oh, just even shit. more absurd. And like some places, obviously, more chill about it than others. You know, you can make food whenever you want, whenever you have a, like a lull in the rush. Yeah. Uh, other places will straight up like measure you out your portions and make sure you that you get like a, a specific uh, ration from them each day, which well, usually equals yes. about half uh, an hour worth of pay. I worked brunch yesterday, and one of the chefs, um, he he basically portioned up chicken waffles. And made like little bite-sized things for each, you know, just for like a bunch of people. So you come in, you grab one, and then like just leave, whatever. The amount of, I don't know, it was like a Sinzu bean. Oh, yeah! Yajirobe! Perfect timing! You have no idea how much I need those! Like, <laughs> in the middle of a fucking huge shift, you're running around, and somebody just offers you a small morsel of food. Yep. You're just like, what? I didn't even realize how hungry I was. Some quick calories. Oh my god! Keep them, keep you burning, keep you going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, okay. So uh, we're getting real delicious here. Yeah. But... All this restaurant talk is to say <laughs> that uh, coronavirus is back, baby. Yeah. Of course, it never, it never really left. But uh, the United States is is probably entering, um, I guess, the sequel, the round three. I, I don't, I don't even know how to keep track of this anymore. But, like, cases, daily cases are on the rise. Daily deaths are on the rise. A lot of it is being attributed to this uh, new variant of COVID uh, called the Delta strain. The highly contagious Delta variant fueling a surge of new cases across the country. Dire warnings from the nation's top doctor. Going into the fall with the Delta variant, we could have a really serious problem with a considerable surge of infections. Um, That's not the only variant out there, which we'll get to, like, in a little bit, but, like, just basically, like, we're, we're almost at the same point we were in uh, May of 2020, where, like, hospitals are getting overloaded, uh, like, schools might have to be shut down again, uh, like, everybody's supposed to be wearing a mask while you're indoors once more, and all of the sort of, like, solidification of, like, the crazy ideas from the magosphere about what corona is and, like, you know, who developed it and who released it. I don't know, whatever. But... Needless to say, getting our shit together again to like even even like deal with this uh, new next wave of the pandemic and even like a remotely responsible way seems unlikely. Um, yeah, so that's cool. It's cool that we never learned or <laughs> never do anything to fucking improve our situation. I just love it. It's just the America, baby. Yeah. Yeah, um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's bleak. I don't really know how to go off of that, except for, like, yeah, I guess we really haven't learned. Like, nope. I mean, I myself, uh, for as much as last summer, I was just like, yo, fucking divorce your racist parents. Uh, my mom won't get the vaccine. And I'm yeah. just like, mm-hmm. So I guess if I lose my mom, it's like a, a soft... I- it's like, I don't want to, I told <laughs> yeah. you so my mom's fucking the worst death. I told you so. And ever. she's in Florida too? Yeah, and Florida is a hot spot. I think now they have like a 13% higher uh, daily case rate than their peak uh, from 2020. And she, she'll wear it like a mask going indoors or whatever. But then sometimes like when I was visiting back in June, uh, she'll walk into the store and she's like walking around or whatever. And she's like, oh, I forgot my mask. Yeah. And I'm like, boom, whatever. If it was there, you would have gotten it, dummy. Yep. Like yeah. that's just that simple. And then, uh, and then, you, then now more people are getting to that point where they're like, "Oop, I forgot my mask." 
fuck it. I'm just going in. You know, like I'm just going for it. I've been there. I've done that. Like I've I'm fully vaccinated, right? But even the vaccines that we have are only like 95 or even as low as like 84% effective right. uh against like catching it again, but you can catch it again. It just might not be totally. a deadly case. And then you can still transmit it to other people. So like, you know, we're we're very much still in a pandemic. Is what oh, I'm yeah, saying. once again, being at a restaurant and seeing all these like kids in the booths and running around and shit like that or whatever. I'm like, fuck, man. Yep. <laughs> People with kids, I... Well, fuck you. <laughs> going forward in, in human history, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. You should just, you know, like, I don't know. I'm like, so sorry for the world that they have to grow up seriously, in. Seriously, dude. And, like, this is all happening, again, like, while, like, uh, climate catastrophes left and right are going on, you know, flooding and all that kind of shit, like uh, wildfires out west. The same old, same old, you know, it's it's wow. just more of the same, just a little louder, you know, every, just a every, little worse. Every year we're just going to report back and be like, you know what we talked about last year? Well, yeah. it's still this, but worse. Yeah, we'll be we'll be talking about like the, the eighth wave um, of COVID or whatever next spring. I'm like, I, I'm fully anticipating, um, this is my podcast prediction, uh, that like the winter is gonna be like as bad as it was last year. Um, really? Yeah, just because because like fifty percent of the country is vaccinated, mm. only fifty percent, and then mm. there's a, a large quadrant oh. of them oh, that are wait. just not going to do it. When people say that, I'm, I'm I'm I guess in my fucking high brain, I'm not understand. Okay, so you're saying that the <laughs> remainder of the population that's unvaccinated, they will experience exactly what we experienced last year during COVID season? Well, probably even worse because the, the Delta variant, which is like doing the most of the damage right now, is mm. like uh, even more transmissible, like even more contagious uh. Uh, than the one that we were hit with, the OG coronavirus that hit us last year. Oh, geez. I, start, I follow somebody on OnlyFans <laughs> oh, yeah. who basically just like, my God, just a lot of cruising sex, which is just like, hey, I'm just in this parking lot. Oh, you want to come ha- like have sex? Let's do it. Uh, surprise, he got COVID. And like, I'm just watching <laughs> his like daily updates and being like, oh, this shit's kicking my ass or whatever. Like, he's got the vaccine, but yeah. you know, it's still kicking his ass. Yeah. And if I don't get this content, I'm paying money for him to be alive. That's bullshit. That is right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he should really be thinking he about He should be thinking about me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is just something that's going to, like, again, keep going. Uh, like, everybody's arguing about masks again. Uh, Fauci has come out and said that, like, you need to be wearing masks after only, like, a couple months ago saying, like, hey, we, we're probably done with masks. So, like, America... Uh, the American people in general don't really trust the government already. So to see this like flip flopping because I don't know, you know, what pressures he's under to like say one way or the other way you should be wearing masks. Sure. Uh, but like it's it's causing this sort of like uh, reactionary tendency in the American population just become even more exasperated. So they they're even more convinced that it's a conspiracy or like a big money making scheme. Which I mean, to be honest, like. I don't, you know, I don't think that this is like a conspiracy in the sense that like the virus was released on us by like a, you know, a shadow mm-hmm. cabal in the government or whatever. But I mean, it is to defi- do what Thanos? Yeah, like, the Thanos. Us? I don't think so. No, but it, it is definitely like a money making scheme for sure. <laughs> like there are so many little cottage industries like popping up like uh, to to adjust to this new like paradigm of life. Like, Zoom basically reduced coronavirus. Yeah, right. And like you know uh, the Pfizer and Moderna, like the amount of profits that they've racked up since they've initiated the vaccine. 
just in the billions, man. Pfizer is forecasting $15 billion in revenue from its COVID vaccine uh, this year. Uh, now, it says in terms of the margin on that, the adjusted income before tax margin, they're expecting high 20s as a percentage of revenues there for the Pfizer uh, COVID vaccine. Like, now they're telling us we might need boosters uh, in like nine months or something like that, six months. Sure. And that's just going to how it's going. Every, you know, every so often, you know, a new variant will get announced and then they'll be like, hey, you got you to gotta get this you know second round of boosters or third round of boosters and it's just gonna like the the pharmaceutical companies that make them are just gonna sell it to the uh to the government and the government will buy it and then they'll do some other shady shit it's just like it's just this again it's this inability of uh capitalism and like liberal culture to like deal with something that requires uh like a socialist economy a planned economy or like uh collective thinking of any kind so, like, I don't know, just to hit the stat. Uh, just to just to let you know that you said things there, uh-huh. but they weren't hitting my receptors. Uh, they, they didn't, didn't register. Yeah, yeah like, you're, just, you're big word in it. Like, okay, so, uh, like, a planned economy versus a market economy, which is what we have, uh, would be, like, we do the hospitals need more ventilators, do the, you know, or vaccine doses for free or beds or whatever. If they do, uh, we'll you know, divert a certain percentage. Is this this how not enough places last year, like switched over to start building? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that was like when, when like, uh, I forget which manufacturers did that, but like, yeah, GE, right. When they started doing that, like that was them sort of like, like workers responding out of the goodness of their hearts and just being like, Mm -hmm. uh, we, we should probably do this. Um, it was Bruce Springsteening it. Yes. Bruce Springsteening it. And like, it was, uh, it was not like a mandate or anything from the government, which would be the case if it was a planned economy. Cause the Mm -hmm. government would be like, we need a hundred thousand more ventilators like stat. And then they would divert a certain section of the, of the, you know, manufacturing capacity of the country to make them okay uh so now we have this then we also have like a bunch of like competing like sort of like uh profit incentives that might hinder progress a little bit more obviously there's a lot of pressure to like keep things open so the retail money can keep flowing the service industry money can keep flowing like this is this pressure is usually coming from the states because that's how they make a lot of their like cash like state revenue comes from taxes from all that kind of stuff okay and like without that they're hurting it's just this huge ripple effect you know throughout the economy in the united states because of this virus where some people benefit from it your, you know, your pharmaceutical making the vaccines or yeah. your Zoom company or whatever. And then some people are really hurting from it. So, it, you know, they, they're trying to, like, yeah. fight it. Buddy, I know that everybody, like, I, I keep asking or I keep hearing, like, there'll never be another lockdown. We can't do that again or whatever. Yeah. And, like, but the really, more and more I really think about be. it, like, yes, there should yeah. be. But, like, <laughs> fuck. With the amount of businesses that didn't survive the first round right. and the amount that are going to fall off in the second round right. and then the third round, like, yep. yeah, we're really headed for some, like, ghost towns Except for like Amazon yep. pie in the sky, yeah. Walmart, like just like staying, keeping the whole town afloat. You know, yeah. like uh, think about all the restaurants that went down first round, who are now like the ones that survived are really are struggling. struggling. And like you know, there's already like a labor shortage. Like Woo. this is like it's not going to be any kind of safe conditions. Like people aren't going to return to that. I, I, it's what, just what is happening? Is everybody got side hustles that they're just like. No, I don't want to do that anymore. Everybody's on OnlyFans. There's no way that everybody (laughs) saved up their money the right way, like, from from those checks that we got last time Mm -hmm. to, like, maybe everybody who was riding out unemployment, like, to, like, end of July... Really was just like riding that shit out. Yep. And, and like then, maybe I was a sucker for fucking getting a yeah, job before yeah. then. Uh, and like, and then on top of that, right? What happened last weekend was the CDC uh, eviction moratorium lapsed. 
Right. And the the Senate and the House, like they didn't they didn't do shit to stop it. And I actually think they they went on vacation. Yes, they did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, I mean, that's not a priority for them again. But I guess like uh, like some like forty million, thirty million Americans possibly getting evicted, put out onto the streets mm-hmm. uh, while a pandemic is like in its resurgent phase. Like it's just like this is just the kind of cruelty that like you know I don't know, man. It's just like. It's it's so characteristic of the United States government at this point. It's like it's really such a shocker that like more people aren't doing stuff about it. I don't, I don't okay, know. okay, okay. So <laughs> here comes secret fascist chew. Yeah. Uh, so weren't the people who stormed the Capitol trying to do something about it? I mean, they yeah, they were. They were trying to do something about it. They were because trying to I do just, a stupid thing about it. I just like, watched the Suicide Squad last night, and yeah. I was just like, oh, those guerrilla people took over the government. So yeah. like, that's a good thing. Yeah. And I think that that's what they think that they were doing. They did. They, yeah, they did. They But they were doing it to protect, like, God Emperor Trump or whatever. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Like, none of, these, none of these administrations, like, right or left, are going to be able to do anything because they're just, like— either incapable and incompetent as it was in, with Trump's administration or mm-hmm. just unwilling, which is clearly the case with, with sure. Biden. It's like he, he has a, you know, he has that same kind of lead, uh, in, in the legislative body that like, like Obama did, uh, mm-hmm. in his, in the beginning of his first term where he could get some stuff done, but he's just not, he's just not doing it. He's backpedaling away from any kind of Jeez. like, uh, material relief that he could provide to us. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. not even a hundred percent sure that like if you know the numbers keep ticking up for mm. coronavirus again that like we'll see um a stimulus check for us like sure again like or, or see, at least not in a reasonable states, amount of time states are doing stimulus yeah. checks but not government right and they could like the federal government could also be paying off all these landlords too to like make sure that people don't get evicted but they're you know they don't care about that right. so i don't know like just to run off some stats like we got uh, the average is like 108,000 new cases per day that with 67,000 uh, hospitalizations, and we're averaging about 500 deaths per day. And the number is just going up. Uh, we have the Delta variant to contend with, the UK variant to contend with, and just announced a new variant, uh, the Lamboda variant out of Peru, which they're also saying is more contagious and more really? Yeah, so, you know, not a lot of the shit knows, you know, about this kind of stuff, like, in the immediacy of, like, detecting it. Like, that's the nature of science. But while they're, like, figuring this out, it sure would be nice if someone could guarantee, uh, you know, the citizens of a specific nation's, like, the right to live and, like, some kind of housing security and food security uh. while they figure this shit out. But that's not our style, baby. Hmm. But you'll, I mean, you'll be pleased to know that Chu and I, well, mostly myself, but Chu sometimes have been taking this seriously and we've been doing uh, what we should be doing, like kind of like chilling inside and like watching TV. Uh, So for the rest of this episode, we're going to talk about a movie that we watched uh, the other day, which is kind of related to um, diseases and viruses. Before we get into the movie, let me, let me just, (laughs) this is like, we had a left field. No, it's not. Let me criticize everybody who's just like, oh, I can't consume any pandemic content during a pandemic. Osmosis Jones should have been like, is this pandemic content? Mandatory yeah. watching. Yeah, yeah. They should have been. They yeah. should have revamped it. They should yeah. have remade it with COVID as a villain and just like week by week, the way that South Park did, just kept it going. Damn. Because like, if you could have 
had, like I said, we're dumb. We're the we. If I'm speaking to you, you know who I'm talking about. We're dumb. Mm-hmm. And like we need to be shown uh, <laughs> in a cute cartoon way what this virus looks like just leaving a spit droplet and traveling across the room. Yeah. Like even that scene enough was yeah. just being like, fuck, that's all it takes? Like everybody was just like, oh, I couldn't handle that kind of stuff. It was too triggering. Right. Be triggered. Live in the shit and be scared and like make smart choices because of it. Like, yeah. So the movie we're talking about is Osmosis Jones, which is like a, a little sleeper hit from the late 90s, early 2000s. I can't remember exactly when it came out. But the Farley Brothers directed it. Oh, 2001? Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Farley Brothers directed it, who you might know is doing something about Mary and all those other like mm-hmm. raunchy weird comedies and stuff sure, like sure, that. Sure. It's uh, one of the... Entries of 90s or early early 2000s, late 90s films where there's like it's split between live action sequences and, and cool old school illustrated uh, oh, cartoon like sequences. Cool world, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, that kind of vibe. Uh, and you know, like Chu said, it you know deals with your health and like the your in the body and all that kind of stuff. And it should have been released in 2020, but unfortunately, it was released 20 years earlier. Right. So uh, we're going to talk about it now, and maybe you guys can learn a lesson um, about not contributing to a wave of a pandemic. Learn a lesson or just um, let's let's like bolster what we knew from last year and yeah. reapply that knowledge. Yeah, by, keep, by talking about osmosis. <laughs> episode always good relaxing fun time um, yeah when i can stay awake for it <laughs> yeah yeah right it's it's right up choose alley there's no complicated concepts like it's just sort of like hey did you like this movie let's talk about it That's um it. so first off Chu, you you'd seen osmosis jones before we watched it right i think i started working at the movie theater when uh, osmosis jones was in theaters so not only do i remember seeing it i was around, i remember being surrounded by the imagery of it in a big way, like big giant posters oh, really? and all that kind of stuff. Like Osmosis Jones is, is stuck in my memory. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. A lot, I think I feel like a lot of people forget this movie, um, mostly because it was a fucking bomb. Wow. Yeah. It was it had a seventy racist. Mil- so, well, <laughs> I mean, I don't. It's just it's just the facts, people man. I'm just hear all yeah. this jive talking from Chris Rockin, which we'll get into. Uh, yeah, maybe pe- people weren't ready for Chris Rock as a lead, but it, it had a budget of seventy million dollars and only grossed fourteen million, which uh, you know I think is safe to say that it was a bomb. Um, Here's the thing, like um, maybe I'm going on a limb here, or whatever, but so many movies, so many animated movies, unless it's like a Disney fucking property or a, yeah. or a Pixar property, Pixar, yeah. it's just not going to hit. Like, or DreamWorks. If or it's DreamWorks, Shrek. yeah. If yeah. it's not one of those big three, it just doesn't do so well in America. Like, 
I don't know. We're not we're not obsessed with animation like that unless it's from one of like the big three. We certainly don't consider it really like an art form. Uh, this was uh, Warner Brothers, I believe. Um, Damn. So yep. I mean, they they, they, they have Looney Tunes. I don't know. Warner why Brothers did Fern Gully, and Fern Gully is like a cult classic, but it's not like a popular popular shit. You know? Also, Space Jam, which recently got a sequel, which Damn. was also a contender for a movie episode of ours. But you know, maybe we'll get to it a little. Maybe later. Warner Brothers is the DC of like cartoons and stuff. Yeah. So all right. Starring in this movie is the great Bill Murray as the live-action lead character, Frank Dottore, who is a zookeeper who uh, is slovenly and disgusting and eats bad food and is basically like a, a metric for every average American, I think, out there. The way, like, there are times when I watch the movie where I think that, like, they're being over the top with his character, but then I'm like, no. Like... We're seeing him in a condensed day, mm-hmm. but let's say if he was doing all these actions over like different days, this is a hundred percent just a person who just has like hygiene for what? Yeah. What are you talking about? This is a man who just eats fast food, uh, like doesn't you know doesn't take care of his body in, in a nutritional sense, doesn't take care of his body like by getting exercise of any kind. He just sort of like exists and chills, and it's not like he's like an obese person, but no, he's just but like you're just not getting any nutrients. He has know? the impulse control of my dog. Mm-hmm. Like he sees something that he likes to eat, so he's gonna fucking eat it. That's yeah. weird. And like, which frankly, you know, I can fucking relate to because like. Who doesn't love fast food? Who doesn't love all that fucking uh, poison that they tell us to eat on a regular sure, basis? Sure. I mean, it's uh, it's addicting, right? Salt and sugar. It's like high high pattern formations in the brain. Oh, you don't have to tell me, buddy. I sugar has ravaged my life. I'm just waiting for diabetes to kick in. Truly, right? We're all we're all addicted to it. Um, so also, Molly Shannon is in this. Uh, Alina yeah, Franklin. Yeah, stellar performance from Molly Shannon actually. Uh, Alina Franklin, I don't know who that is, but she plays Bill Murray's daughter. Uh, Chris Elliott, who I always thought used to look like one of my former roommates in life. Uh, Ooh, known for weird roles um, like Cabin Boy. And yeah. uh, he was Woogie in Something About Mary. Gross. Also directed by the He's Farmer also Brothers. the guy with the with the strong hand in Scary mm. Movie. Correct. And also in Shit's Creek. Yeah, so a great little character actor who I believe plays Bill Murray's brother, who's mm. also... Kind of a slovenly, gross guy. I don't think I've ever seen Chris <laughs> Elliott play a clean cut or clean person. Ever. He he was sort of clean cut in something about Mary until he like you know lost Fell his shit and got all the hives yeah. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Pretty good movie. Um, <clears throat> so then we move to the animated world inside uh, Bill Murray's body, which is uh, known as the City of Frank, uh, where you have Chris Rock playing the title title character, Osmosis Ozzy Jones. He's a white blood cell and in the body, uh, city of Frank. Well, you're dealing with a white blood cell here. Which white already, which already, we're, <laughs> everything about this is just like, okay, yeah. this black man's playing this white blood cell as a cop. Okay, anyways, continue. Yep. Uh, so we got Lawrence Fishburne as Thrax, who is the extremely uh, deadly virus that Frank uh, gets infected with after, like, we'll, we'll get to that in the plot. Uh, then we have David Hyde Pierce, Fraser's brother. Uh, he plays Drixenol Coldenliff, who's a like, he's a cold pill. He's he's basically the Buzz Lightyear in this cartoon. Yeah, he's the Buzz Lightyear. He's like the the Fed that comes in to fucking help uh, Chris Rock or whatever. Um, yeah, he, yeah, it's it's set up for the classic like buddy comedy sort sure, of like dynamic buddy cop there. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then you got Brandy. 
who is Leah Estrogen, which I didn't realize that was their complete name. Wow. Um, she's like the moral compass, voice of reason for uh, Mayor Fleming, who is the mayor of the city of Frank, voiced by William Shatner. Um, oh, wow. He is a corrupt little fat weasel uh, of a politician who um, seeks his reelection guarantee by uh, just giving Frank all the dopamine he wants by like eating wings and like Coca-Cola and eating deviled eggs and whatever. The body is in perfect shape. You know, that, that quick release that he, um, Damn. you know, that's, that's what he's going to ride into the next term with. Damn, maybe that's how I should visualize like uh, the parts of my body, my, my brain that are just like, yeah, Jerome, go do that. And she's yeah. like, no, leave that. Stop talking that little fat little weasel. Yep. Uh, there's also uh, a minor minor role for Ron Howard, who is Tom Kalanick, which is the guy, the clean cut guy um, running against Mayor Fleming, played by William Shatner. Uh, they don't really do much with him in the whole thing. It's just I guess they just kind of use him to establish that the pressure is on for Mayor Fleming. Sure. And, you know, and that's why he has to do all this crazy shit. Uh, also features Kid Rock. Gross. I yeah. What a. I mean, great cameo. This was pre-Trump yeah. era Kid Rock. This was back when he was still doing the hip hop thing, and uh, that Joe C guy that was in the band was still alive. Also featured prominently mm-hmm. in the movie. Um, and that's that's pretty much it for the cast. So the movie starts out uh, at a zoo, and uh, I think it's like a chimpanzee enclosure correct right uh which is another thing about like this era of films especially dealing with like deadly pathogens uh a lot, a lot of paranoia that monkeys were going to give you some yeah. weird disease <laughs> like, that's where this starts like bill murray's eating deviled eggs and he like drops it on the ground inside the cage of the monkey exhibit mm. chimpanzee picks this shit up yeah. you know puts it in his mouth is like sucking on this thing and like Bill Murray like, fights with him also classic Bill Murray fighting with the chimpanzee over a double day sure. can't you know the, the man knows his role <laughs> now who's evolved <laughs> what's the matter buddy all that salad slow you down huh like uh, so monkey spits the egg out. Bill Murray eats it, quoting the ten-second rule, uh, which is five more seconds than the normal rule. Um, and then that is how uh, he gets the Thrax virus, played by Lawrence Fishburne, into his body. Now, obviously, this is the the, the more exaggerated stuff that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Of like, but he point me to the guy that's gonna put something in his mouth after a monkey ate it. And push him off a cliff. We don't need him. Yeah. Okay. That. I mean, <laughs> these people exist, right? <laughs> like, um, um, secret versus true is yeah. saying, let's rehab these. Yeah. People. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna move on from there. <laughs> so uh, basically, what happens is, um, like, Thrax goes in and he's able to like come in under the cover of a bunch of other like minor germs, and he like hides like low key. But he also does like the in the classic like horror movie fashion where he like kills a couple. Like for some reason, like white blood cells are not all cops, but they all seem to be like uh, they, public they, they employees. Make up most of like the people there. Yeah, well, I, I would imagine most of the people maybe like red blood cells, but like the white blood cells are always the ones doing like the public jobs. Like they're they the one guy that the. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character th- kills first mm. was like a, a white blood cell in like a tugboat like cleaning up cleaning up the last of like the deviled egg from like between his teeth or sure. whatever um, and like Thrax has got this like fucking uh, power claw thing where he can like st- you know stick it in whatever organic matter and it just like dissolves into like fire and shit um, and he doesn't really have much of a motive other than he just wants to kill Bill Murray it, as quick as possible 
oh, his motive is to get on the is to get on the the world disease list as as like infecting a body and killing it within yeah. the fastest amount of time. That's Z- his motivation. He says within uh, forty eight hours. Right. right? So uh, called to the scene is uh, a very cocky uh, Chris Rock esque character osmosis Yo, you see this badge you see this gun you see this gooey white sackish membranous around my personhood here we go again well you're dealing with a white blood cell here loud mouth uh you know loves the ladies trying you know he's got a thing for uh leah estrogen uh and he's also got a troubled past on the force that has led him to this lowly station that he finds himself at currently uh which revealed later in the movie, he like induced vomiting um, after Frank ate some fucking oysters from like a kid's like science experiment. I mean, the depths of this man's appetite and like what he'll go to get a snack is just unparalleled, really. Uh, so Ozzy induces vomiting, throws all over Monica Shannon, and that's put this like strain on the relationship between Bill Murray's character and his daughter ever since. Well, the daughter's also freaked out because her mother died. Right, true. Being sick, so like she's got this extra emphasis on her dad to like, hey, let's do healthy stuff. Let's, uh, and like to watch a kid try and get their parent to engage with life in like a healthy and fit way or whatever, it's just, I don't know, it's sad to me. Like it's, that that sucks. You, uh, yeah. As an adult, you feel like I know what I'm doing. Relax, whatever. Like telling your mom to get the vaccine, eh? Uh, yeah. Real life yeah. connection. Well, well, so 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 you're saying my mom is like good in her ways of like, oh, you're saying that this is what's actually happening. You're the kid. Uh, and your mom's your, your mom. Like you know, you're telling her to get a vaccine. So wow. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like because okay. that that's the whole thing. That's how the cold pill gets into the equation. Right. Is because he's like, you need to go see a doctor. And he's like, I will. And then the mayor, who sees, you know, like, a doctor's health diet, like, that's going to make the body unhappy for some reason. Sure. Pulls a plug, and they have, like, this little, like, manual override thing uh, where he, like, takes control of Bill Murray's brain. Sure. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure, like, how the, how, like, the mechanics the, of it? Yeah, the mechanics of this works. Sure. But that's what happens. Yes. Move the plot along. Uh, and the mayor Fleming says um, he's just going to take a cold pill. So he takes the fucking Drix pill. And then that's how David Hyde Pierce gets called in to sort of like investigate the situation. Special agent Drixo-Benzo-Metafedramine. Drixanol, the brand that eases your coughs and sneezes. Warning, do not exceed recommended dosage. If symptoms persist, consult a physician. It may cause drowsiness. Do not attempt to operate heavy machinery. Pregnant women should not handle broken tablets. Wow. I'm feeling better already. So he's assigned to uh, escort this cold pill around and you know, just deal with it. Sure. Yeah. So first trip they go up to the mouth. You remember this? This is when Drix does his little show off thing and like just blasts the throat. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then and also he lets in some like allergies and stuff. Uh, that was Ozzy's mistake, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like he later. He, in the yeah, a la- little later. Not that much later, but a little later. Like he um, they basically Drix does this big show off thing for the, all the other white blood cells where he's just like cranks his little hand cannon gun and just like blasts all of the inflammation in Frank's throat, yeah. which was the thing that cued him in to <gasps> being sick in the first place. This is basically what the Dayquil is doing right now. It's like basically making a show of like, hey, <laughs> yes. we understand that yeah. like, wow, wow, wow. Okay, okay. Yeah. Cause, okay, okay. So tra- treating the symptom, not mm, the disease. Right? Totally. Uh, wow. So like 
then by doing that, like it sort of like uh, hides the problem for a minute, right? And Ozzy still suspicious. He has this little thing where he runs in with a little tiny like mucus germ who Mm -hmm. just happened to witness like Thrax emerging from like the deviled egg and like killing that one. So he got a witness. Yeah, and then. But then, uh, fucking, like, Drix freezes him with his little, like, pill gun. So he accidentally ices the witness. Accidentally ices the witness. And then I was just like, you, you know, you dummy. We were going to learn all about this deadly disease if you didn't do that. Uh, so they're arguing. So, like, a rookie cop comes into the forest yes. and just fucking, like, accidentally Yeah, and it's the co- I mean, it's a really good buddy comedy, like, cop thing. It's like, oh, you don't know. This is the city of Frank. I wow. live here. You just visit. Like, right. all that shit. Okay. Uh, so they go up to the mucus membrane. I gotta say, this movie is extremely clever with like all of the things, because like, mm. the 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 metaphor is that the body is a city, yeah. and like you know the things that like make up different organs and stuff like that. And oh, they're yeah. corresponding. Different, different so yeah, junctions and yeah, it's, it's, yeah. they you know they good job. I'm just saying, <laughs> tip of the hat right there. Sure. Uh, so they go up to this big aqueduct dam thing, which is like his mucous membrane, and then um, Thrax is is there. Ozzy sees him. Drix doesn't. Uh, and there is that's where you were talking about with the with the pollen, like Bill Murray inhales some pollen. It's what one of his allergies. The uh, they notice that the dam is cracking, so Drix hops down and does his like shit with the fucking uh, power arm. It's like Mega Man kind of like he can just change his weapon on his hand. Maybe that's why I'm so attracted. Is it? Were you attracted to Drix? I'm attracted to anybody with a cannon arm. Okay, yeah, fair. Uh, so using his cannon arm, he starts patching the holes in the. Meanwhile, Ozzy looking at uh, Drax, trying to get him to stop, blah, blah, blah. And then that criminal is not going to do that. Takes out the mucus membrane. Billmary's all snide. And uh, obviously, the mayor is pissed about that. So you get the whole classic first act dynamic of a buddy cop thing where Ozzy is in trouble yet again. Mm-hmm. He thinks that he sees something serious, which is like a parallel to his vomiting thing. Sure. Uh, and no one believes him. Wow, wow, the yeah. disgraced guy who, just because he makes one big a mistake, all of a sudden he loses all of his credibility, all of his instinct that got him on the force this far. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, he was already on thin ice. They got the whole trope with the big angry captain, mm-hmm. like, yelling at him, chewing him out in the office and all that shit. Jones! In my office! So he just gets put on... Uh, babysitting duty again basically this was every episode of brooklyn 99 yeah yeah more or less yeah uh so ozzy's he decides that he's still gonna like look for this fucking virus on his own uh and then me you know a little parallel with with thrax he's going around killing all the other germs you're just saying germs, Brian. What? These are mob bosses that he's yeah, yeah, right. These are like <laughs> fucking big time people, and he's moving in on their territory. And like all the the underlings are like, "What are you gonna do? Make him sick a little bit?" And this guy's just like, "No, we're not making him sick. We're killing this guy. That's how serious I am." So like, let's go. Yep. Uh, so there's a assassination scene where he goes into the steam room and just like offs all of these like I guess like just normal germs that have been running this like corrupted body. So. This is where the scum of Frank comes to fester. Hey, you lost, pal. This is a private sweat gland. Now beat it! I'm looking for volunteers, yo. Some nasty germs who want in on a big score. Yo, Red, we run the rackets around here. Take your little hustle someplace else. Well, baby, this ain't about no hustle. This is about the baddest illness any of y'all have ever seen. Look who thinks he's the Ebola virus. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ebola? Let me tell you something hey. about Ebola, baby. Ebola is a case of dandruff compared to me. Oh, we should probably talk about what the city of Frank was like, right? Because there's a little parallel story we mentioned with Ron Howard's alternative mayor character mm -hmm. uh, talking about like how they need to clean up the city. Sure. Uh, sure. Remember, like eating more vegetables and moving stuff along. Basically, uh, <laughs> Frank is is a as a he's got a he's got an urban environment mm -hmm. inside of his body, and it's just running rampant with you know criminal activity and blah blah blah. And it's also got like a corrupt mayor at the system. Yeah, and the corrupt mayor is obviously not doing anything. So you got all these like uh, like the fat cell represents like urban decay and like mm -hmm. just like abandoned manufacturing industry. Like no one lives there because it's just a useless fat cell. And it's just like you know it's disgusting. It's, yeah. it's a gross place. The city of Frank is extremely gross. Um, so on the on the track uh, for Thrax, Ozzy and um, Drix go and talk to Chill, a flu vaccine. Um, so he's like a left, you know, leftover germ from that, and which they make into an informant. Yeah, he's like a snitch. Right. So he's right, like running. Right. He's running a dice. Game. It's fucking. It's fucking like when you actually when I'm actually thinking about it or whatever. It's fucking cool what yeah. they did, especially even with that. <laughs> an informant is a leftover. Okay, so what are you talking about? He got inoculated with this vaccine, right. and at the time it did its thing. Yeah. And now what? Does it disappear? No. He sticks around and he fucking runs dice games because like he's got nothing else to do. He's done his job. Yeah. And like. He's an I don't know. That was that's a really brilliant character. Yeah, it was it was clever, right? It was a good use of that little trope. Yeah. Uh, so this is when um, the flu vaccine snitch sends them to the nightclub uh, where Kid Rock, as a germ band, is playing. Um, do you remember anything about this nightclub? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's uh, the uh, it's cool. He got to like dress up as stuff. Um, uh, there's like a oh. The nightclub takes place inside of a giant zit. Yeah, yeah. There is a huge pulsing whitehead zit on top of Bill Murray's head, uh, and this is the fucking nightclub that Thrax has made his like secret. Oh, okay. So yeah, and inside they once again keeping up the theme of like, Are you sure that this guy's yes, is it, oh, yeah. a cartoon yeah. on a bar scene, mm -hmm. but as a medical cartoon, we're inside a bar scene where you there's like. They're glorifying everything gross, sebaceous glands, fucking mucus is what you're drinking, like pus, all this <laughs> This is such a fucking gross movie. Yeah. If, you've, if you've got like a vasovagal reflex and like this <laughs> stuff that just makes you want to puke, this movie will do it for you, because holy crap. Even just like with, with all the detail that they put into the movie to make it extra gross, like, my God. Yeah, and Bill Murray... Just again, plays a really good fucking slob. Like he plays a great yeah. slob. Man plays yeah. it to a T. Uh, so, grit. Uh, Osmosis Jones like gets he disguises himself as a as a germ to go into this nightclub and and look for Thrax. And this is when like Thrax reveals his uh big plan, which Jerome mentioned earlier, would kill him in forty eight hours. Right, disguise himself as the common cold, so the body you know doesn't know he's there, and then dead. Uh, using using. Knowledge of DNA, which I guess, I don't know, it, medically doesn't really correlate, mm. but in, for the purpose of the movie, it works out just sure. fine. It's like the supercomputer code that runs the city of Frank. You see this? This here little DNA bead comes from a little girl in Riverside, California. Didn't like to wash her hands. Took me three whole weeks. And this one, nice lady in Detroit, Motown, six days flat. Then there's this old guy in Philly. 
I killed him in 72 hours. Yeah, I'm getting better as I go along, baby. But the problem is I never set a record until my man Frank, that is. Right. right. Um, so Thrax's whole big thing is to, like, plan a heist um, and just fucking hijack that DNA and kill Bill Murray. Uh, so flashback to the real world. Um, Bill Murray, having, like, abated the initial side effects of eating that fucking egg mm-hmm. with a cold pill, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Drix, uh, is now going to try to make amends with Molly Shannon, right? Um, to, you know, to sort of like smooth it over. Like the daughter has the daughter just thinks that Molly Shannon is just like oh a little uncomfortable. She's got a full restraining order yeah. against the dad <laughs> from from their previous interactions. Yes, yeah. which so. which they flash back to in mm-hmm. this moment, and uh, this is a, at a science fair at the school, and um, Bill Murray walks by a science experiment that's like. Something about oysters and what type of water or whatever. But they're raw oysters, essentially. And I don't know why, but he eats one. And this goes to the incident that got Ozzy, like, demoted, where he Mm -hmm. saw some weird fucking virus coming in on a raw oyster and hit the puke button. Can I just say for the, you know, whatever... Uh, they basically gave this project to like the dumb kid in the class. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Bill Murray is eating after the dumb kids project. Yep. And uh, it kind of actually seems in the in their, you know, their conversation in this scene that like Molly Shannon actually might have been into Bill Murray, right? Because oh, sure. Well, yeah. she, you know, she's, she's overly laughing at his jokes, mm-hmm. and he could care less. I mean, he just ate that raw-ass oyster, and it has given him the bubble guts. Yeah. Uh, So he basically uh, is sitting there, and within the body at the same time, like, Ozzy is like, holy shit, this fucking thing looks dangerous, I gotta do something, and he runs over, he, like, breaks the glass and and hits the emergency evacuation button, which causes Bill Murray to projectile vomit all over Molly Shannon's face. Yep. Cut to the present. They're standing outside of the classroom. Bill Murray's trying to apologize. Right? There's a lot of layers in this. It's almost kind of like Inception. <laughs> you know? Oh, jeez. It goes out and then in. And like, yeah. uh, so, like, he's, like, saying, look, you know, I don't know what happened to me. It was, like, a, it was a freak medical thing. Like, obviously, I don't understand that's traumatizing as shit, but I hope we can just move past it for the sake of my daughter. Molly Shannon's like, yeah, you know, I think... Maybe this is maybe the restraining order was like a little extreme, uh, and like I, we can move past this for the sake of Shane, like blah blah blah. And they're they're like they're about to you know bury the hatchet, right? Cut back to inside Frank. Um, the germs have basically discovered that Ozzy is not one of them, and that they just put him in a hat. He's, yeah, they put a hat on. Him yeah, like, it was like guys. a little, the little frozen germ that they put as his hat, and then they gave him a trench coat. And he was supposed to be a fucking germ. So obviously they're like, "Hey, these guys want joints," and Ozzy um, has a grenade, and then he, he just blows up the nightclub, which results in back in the big world, uh, Frank's zip exploding, which looks like whitehead just bright. I understand it's a cartoon. I get that they need to like move things along, but I'm trying to understand what in life has ever caused one of my zits to just like burst in mid conversation without me pressing on it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, mean, I I'm also a pimple presser. Like mm-hmm. I like to pop them when I get them. So, sorry, trigger warning. Uh, <laughs> but they do do that if you don't pop them and they just let them run their natural course. They, what they'll they'll burst on their own? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. They, I mean, the body is working to expel that shit 
anyway. That's why it swells up, you know? What? Yeah. So it's like, it's like you're, you're, I mean, don't quote, maybe this is not wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is how it works. Like your body, you know, you, you get that little bump, your skin becomes tighter and tighter and tighter, mm-hmm. and then your body eventually does the popping for you. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I guess I never let it get the chance to get to its natural. You know, most people don't. Like, oh, as soon as I see the whitehead, I'm like, I'm, I want to. This has to go. Yeah, it has to go. Wow. Wow. So wow. this is the most unbelievable scene of the movie. It's basically mm-hmm. what we're saying. Do we? Do we mention that it lands on her lip? Yeah, right on the lip. Oh. In like some really gross, porno illusion way. Fucking. Yeah. yeah, that scene was enough to yeah. like make me want to turn the movie off. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so once again, uh, old Osmosis Jones is in trouble. You really did it now, Jones. Mr. Man, I didn't see you back then. Disregarding orders, destruction of public flesh, popping a pimple without a permit. What the heck were you doing out there? What was I doing? I was promoting good health, sir. Oh, is this what you call it? Sir, he was a lethal virus. If we hadn't stopped him... We'd be fried eggs off a Frank's dead butt. Watch your mouth, kid. Talk like that could cause a panic. At least that would start people thinking about what's going on in this body instead of thinking about some stupid trip. (laughs) The chief's yelling at him again. And I think this time, this time he gets fired. Okay, Jones, you want us to start thinking? Well, here's a thought. You're fired. Right? Because yeah. it's like such a traumatic thing, and it leads to a big old fight with Shane, which makes Bill Murray depressed. That's kind of like the polls, I guess, in this movie is like how depressed Bill Murray is. That oh. you know, like Fleming is always watching and shit. Sure. This is why he's telling him to like eat, eat like ho hos and and, and uh, go to a wing festival and shit like that. Because wow. you know, it won't it'll make him like less depressed in the moment or whatever. Wow. Um, so then, I guess what happens after that is like in this distraction. Uh, as they're all yelling at Ozzy, this is when Thrax decides to launch his heist, right? Uh, they think that Thrax died in the Zit explosion, but he didn't. He was hiding out, and now he's about to break into the hypothalamus uh, to steal a nucleotide, which again, good use of biological terms. Not not no, you know necessarily sure how how much the correlation works out, but right. I mean, I enjoyed it. I felt like I learned something. Right? No, I didn't. No? Yeah. All right. So, uh, cut to uh, his discovery by uh, Brandy's character, Leah Estrogen. Which, can did you notice the one time in the movie where he goes to refer to her and he says, Brandy, I mean, Leah? What uh, the what? fuck is I did not notice that? that. Brandy, I mean, Leah, what are you doing here? Buddy. I did not notice that. It's so fucking weird. Damn, a little break it's like, in the fourth why would wall. They, yeah, what's the point of breaking the fourth wall? We know what Brandy sounds like. That's true. Like, did she demand a credit in a movie or something yeah. like that? Not to, like, make it seem like it was she do Whatever. Man. It's weird. Well, I wonder if she has a song on the soundtrack or something like I that. Would, uh, you know, that, multi, yeah, that multi-level sure. marketing, baby. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the, like, sort of tension sexual tension between brain uh leah estrogen and osmosis jokes i mean I, what i thought of it is just like fucking they're just like shoehorning in a romance because people think that they have to do that in these like movies and stuff yeah uh, they huh? could have completely she could have just been his homie and that would have been also great yeah so what we're, again another note uh is osmosis jones does not pass the bechdel test or whatever <laughs> so, <laughs> so let it be known um so then he kidnaps Leah Estrogen, which obviously, you know, pisses Osmosis off, and then they go into, like, the like the final, like, shootout. Meanwhile, because he swiped the little nucleotide, 
uh, Frank's body is just like is just melting the fuck down. Sure. Yeah, he's got a hundred. He's like pushing towards a hundred and eight fever, which is another little medical fact I learned because of this movie. That's when you die. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's apparently as hot as you can get it. Um, so it's he, cool. It's cool imagery. Like as as the as Frank is heating up, you see the city like actually like melting and bubbling. Like people's watches, which it, in our world the watches tell the time. In their world. The watches tell you the temperature of the body. Yeah, yeah. So like you're watching citizens watch their watches fucking like crank up and everything around them is like melting and shit and like what's happening on the outside is like Frank's just got a fever and he's yeah. just like things are looking grim. As temperatures rise to dangerous levels, we have lost all contact with the outer extremities. NNN will stay on the air as long as possible. When we come back, ordinary household appliances that can improve your golf swing. <laughs> you... You silly twit! Don't you get it? We are going to die! Oh, I knew it, Dan. At the first dark cloud, you fall apart. And uh, another little cool body city thing that they did was uh, when when the fever first breaks out, Osmosis Jones is watching Frank's bad dreams in a movie theater. Mm. Oh right, right. <laughs> and then right, like right, right. and then like the screen like burns up, and uh, you know he's like, "Holy shit, the Frank's on fire!" or whatever. <laughs> so Frank is like. Uh, I, Frank, it, in the live-action part of the movie, is on his way to this wing festival um, with Chris Elliott, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, the, the thing that he replaced instead of his daughter's hiking trip. Yes, after the like, zip bots, he was like, I'm not going on this hiking trip. It's too humiliating for me. I don't care about your feelings, Shane. Right. And she's like, Dad, no. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like it, it's like... There's the the parallels like they're both going to the same like their locations at the same time and they're passing each other on the road. Mm-hmm. Shane's in the school bus where they make some weird thing about like now that she doesn't have this like positive influence from Bill Murray. She's like trying on fake eyelashes. Did you catch that? Now that it was is that what that was? Yeah, it was like she was like now that I don't have the love and support of my father, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. She wearing immediately makeup. becomes a whore. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I thought that was really kind of like sus. And I was wondering if you saw I that because I did. I just, I just thought it was middle school girls on a bus. I mean, it was, but like, but like she was never interested in that shit for like the whole duration of the movie. She was like, you would almost think she's like a loner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was just like she like books, she's like being outside in nature, and she like really wanted to go on this fucking hike. Yeah. And then soon as that is like her, no, she can't do this with her dad anymore. That's when she's just like, yeah, fuck it, I'll, I'll start wearing makeup. Meanwhile, like, like the, the the me who's always looking for like the meanness of kids. <laughs> The way that they put this false eyelash on her, oh. it makes her look like a fucking dummy. So I'm like, they put it in the middle of her eyelash, and they were like, girl, you look so good. I'm yeah. like, what? Is this a prank? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a plot device, too, right? So, <laughs> sure, yeah. So she passes by uh, Frank and her Uncle Bob's car, because, like, Frank's fucking dying. <laughs> and, right. and basically sees him getting loaded up into the ambulance. Um, so she gets to stop the bus, she gets off, and she, she goes to Uncle Bob, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, and says some dumbass shit. I think, I can't remember, we'll put a clip in. But like, uh, then they go to the hospital, and Frank's just getting hotter, getting hotter, they're like packing ice on him and shit. Osmosis is basically like fighting. Wait, as soon as he got to the hospital, I'm wondering, I guess maybe ambulance has the ability to talk ahead to hospital. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because like, when they got there, (laughs) there were already bags of ice uh, ready to go. Oh, yeah. So, I was just like, wait a second. Did they just, like, yeah, okay, whatever. Somebody must have told, somebody must have phoned ahead. Right. So, uh, they, (laughs) so, (laughs) Ozzy and, Ozzy and Drex, uh, and Drix are, are chasing Thrax, Thrax and Drix are too mm-hmm. close together. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like 
they end up back up in in the fucking nose again, right? And like it's basically looking like it's over for Frank. Like they have you know the ice on him, his his fever's still not going uh, down, and he he starts to go into cardiac arrest. Um, and like somehow Ozzy had like another thing, a little pollen uh, mm. in his pocket, and he like. He like throws it out. No, that was Drix. The, me- the those Thrax that threw it. No, no, he, Ozzy had it. Are you sure about that? It was definitely pause. pause. <laughs> yeah, Chew was right. You want to tell him what happened then, Chew? <laughs> okay, so uh, Thrax realizing he's just like, okay, this body's about to be out. I need an escape. I've already got my shit or whatever. So like, he pulls out basically like a pollen grenade yeah. and he activates it so it makes Frank sneeze and, or cough and he uses that opportunity to ride that wind out yep. and, and just ride it wherever it's going to take him. And where does he land? On to the daughter's false eyelash. Boom! Plot device. So, so this is what made me bring a bandana to work for the podcast today because I was like, if I've got something that's contagious and it can fly out onto Brian's eyelash, like... I can't do that to him. Nope. I can't voluntarily do that. So that's what I'm talking about. I don't have about. osmosis jokes. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about, like, of retooling this for, like, 2021 <laughs> and showing people, but in, like, a dumb cartoon way of, like, mm-hmm. how this could be. It could have, I don't know. All the cities have to get together, like, some fucked up UN. There could have like been that members. many more kids <laughs> yeah. pressuring their parents yeah. to do the right thing. Yeah. Boom. All right. So Drix uh, watching... You know, Thrax coast out of Frank and, on, and onto Shane, uh, loads Osmosis Jones into his little hand cannon. Yeah. Uh, and then shoots him after him. Basically the fastball special. Fastball special, that's yeah. right. Uh, and then they um, they both land on Shane's fake eyelash. Yeah. And this is where they're doing a little little battle. Yeah, yeah, final battle. Yeah, big big battle. Uh, like, they're, all, they're on the edge of the eyelash just, just fighting with each other. Like, uh, Ozzy's trying to get the fucking nucleotide out of, like, uh, Rax has got, like, a little trophy necklace or whatever. He keeps different nucleotides. And as that's happening, the glue that's holding the, uh, the false eyelash on is, like, threatening to, right? to, to collapse. Because Shane is crying. She's watching her dad die. So she's very upset. And uh, so finally... Ozzy, you know, through some like sleight of hand, he's, he's been established as a crafty guy, mm-hmm. right? He gets the nuclear tied off Thrax, and like he 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 baits Thrax into uh, like sticking his little power claw into the eyelash where it gets trapped and it, it can't stay. And then Ozzy falls back into Shane's cornea, where he just like lives in the saline in the eye, and uh, Thrax on the eyelash falls into a, an open container of alcohol. Can you feel? The heat, Jones. <laughs> Too bad you won't be here to see me break my record when I take down Frank's pretty little girl. She ain't going down. Huh? You are. What? No. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm not sure if that would be there, but convenient that it was. Sure, yes. We're we're in a, a medical scene where somebody has a fever, so yep. there's just like an open jar of alcohol. Yeah. Of course. It's medicine. Great. It's great, biology, great, great. right? Um, and so, we get a really cool death scene from like the main villain. It's yeah. like 
very um, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, like, the reminiscent melting. of the, the cartoon uh, sh- Also, Fern shit. Gully, when the main villain in there dies. Like, they do a good what, job. What like, happened to the Fern Gully guy? Um, they used the magic to, like, uh, grow all this organic stuff around or whatever. And, oh. like, he, like, fizzled out. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Well, Fern Gully's probably worth a, re- a retooling for climate change. True. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah. That's good. We'll remember that for when we <laughs> conclude this episode. All right. So, so Ozzy is stuck in Shane's eye. Uh, he's got the nucleotide, but he's got no like way of getting back to Frank, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, until, until anime magic kicks well, in. Anime magic kicks yeah. in, and then uh, he realizes he can surf his way out on one of Shane's tears. That's it. Which falls into Bill Murray's I mouth. Mean, the, that's that's the part that throws me again. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, you're really oh, like you're you're crying over this dude's open yeah. mouth in such yeah. a way that like your tears are falling into his mouth. Yeah, she's basically reinfecting him. I don't yeah, know. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> like uh, when the tear falls in to Bill Murray's open mouth, like what confuses me is like how Osmosis Jones gets from I guess the, what would be the would stomach or the mouth. Hit. No, like, they were in the, the, the back of the throat, the little palindrome, whatever the fuck that's called. Oh, he, the uvula. Yeah, that's yeah. where they were doing all that shit from. Oh, so, so then she, how did he get back to the, th- the hypothalamus so quickly? Fuck if I know. Maybe yeah, so like that's a, what I'm saying. There's like a quick <laughs> elevator from the uvula to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, I, I guess so, because he gets back just in enough time sure. to put Frank's nucleotide back nah, in his hypothalamus. Nans was dead. Yeah. They called it. Yeah, you he know. was dead. Yeah. He was dead. Yeah, uh, but, he, but he, you know, he did it, and then Osmosis Jones saves the day. Sweltering temperatures return to normal. A grateful city salutes Osmosis Jones, the brave officer who saved us all. Patrolman Jones has just been reinstated to the immunity force with full pressure. Shit, we forgot to mention, I don't know if it's relevant, but mm. like, remember Drix had the whole insecurity thing, which was like, oh, just a 48-hour cold pill. Oh. And he's like, I'm expired like a day ago. Sure. What am I supposed to do? And yeah. he's like, you'd be more than just a cold pill. Hmm. Weird. I don't care. I don't it, think that that tracks. Yeah. Sure. In <laughs> yeah. terms of like science, like yeah. you can't take a Dayquil pill and just be like, dude, this Dayquil pill Can, decided you... <laughs> to, to stay in my body for yeah. six years. If this Dayquil pill just believes in itself yeah. enough, it can cure the Red Death. Right, right. <laughs> like, I, so, uh, you know, everybody's celebrating and um, Ron Howard, Tom Kalanick, he wins the mayoral race over Mayor Fleming. Frank's now gonna eat vegetables and like go for a hike. Oh my god. Look how beautiful. Didn't they tell you it'd be worth it? <sighs> I didn't think I could break a sweat coming up here. But I did. Yeah, it's kind of a long drive. Garrett? Um, and then Ozzy gets together with Leah, and uh, that's it. Like the the movie's over. He, Frank Osmosis Jones saved the city of Frank, and then they turned a corner and have become a new uh, and better uh, society because of it. I will say that the only uh, research that I did for this movie, I googled <laughs> one article, and the one article sort of. Uh, it's like it's not an Easter egg, but it's a thing that I wouldn't really pay attention to too much. It mm-hmm. talks about very in the beginning of the movie where Tom Kalanick is trying to like launch his campaign, and he's showing like a, a polluted river and all those kinds of stuff, and he's just like, "I want us to clean up this river," and blah blah blah. Well, basically, he's 
Like he's a colonic. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get you to. <laughs> he's trying to get Frank to introduce more fiber into his body yeah. to move the sludge through and and out of your system. And so in this article, it says a recent study published. Uh, the I don't even know how to read things like that. Anyways, uh. The study found one common thread. Participants who incorporated more fiber were more likely to live longer and avoided common diseases in the process. Like his whole campaign was like, let's clean up the environment so that Frank can live longer and stuff like that. And it was just like, I don't know, it snuck through. But now that I'm like looking back or whatever, I'm just like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Clean up your fucking gut system. You got to poop. So that you can live. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Got to poop. So to conclude this little analysis of this movie out, now that we've told you guys the plot. Uh, we're going to go with like the age-old question for a, a show about cultural hegemony. Is this movie radical or not? Hmm. Uh, radical? What is, what is radical politics? Uh, any, in any kind of way. Only in that like we had a food pyramid for a while. And shit like, that. <laughs> like I don't know. It's, it's no more advanced than that. Except yeah. it's, it's a like take drugs when you're sick and yeah. you eat better. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I agree with you. I, but I would actually say that this movie is accidentally radical. Yes, right? for sure. Uh, so the, the, the parallel that I think, um, probably escaped even the producers maybe at the time is like what they are showing, uh, as like the metaphor for this person's body mm-hmm. is a city. And it's basically an American, like liberal capitalist city. Like, yeah. Right. It's made to look like any, any of the big metropolises in this country, right. New York, Chicago, whatever. Right? It's filled with blight. Mm. Urban decay all over the place. People don't have jobs. Like, people, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, corrupt. Like, all of the you got You got cops that are trying to do the right thing, yep. but because they're operating within a system that's corrupt, they can't even do the right thing without yep. having to break the rules. Just like basic bacteria and germs able to set up, like, organized crime rackets, like, in the armpit or whatever. And it's just like, it's, it's not a good place to be. And it looks like our contemporary society. And then the point of it is that that's what an unhealthy body looks like. <laughs> so Bill Murray is someone who does not take care of himself, uh, does not do anything to, to maintain his nutrition and his own health. And therefore, his, his body looks like a corrupt, degenerating American yeah! Oh! 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 It's a cramp! <laughs> so like, that's what that's what I thought was like one of the one of the like sneaky. I don't like I don't know if it was intentional. It might have been probably not. But like as a metaphor that that hits right. And now sort of- now okay so so in the twenty twenty version or whatever or twenty twenty one version, I want I want us to see what different bodies look like. I want to see what yoga yoga fitness instructor's body looks like yeah. versus Bill Murray's versus sort of like. A person who's not as gross as Bill Murray, yeah. but probably doesn't take as care good care of their body as possible. You yeah, know? If, like if, if only we got the the sequel, because like working with this with this metaphor, like Thrax is basically like climate change, right? Because mm. he's just he he's not there to like take over Frank's body and like you know make him do his bidding or whatever. He's there to just end it, and like you know what what the, like nowadays. Especially more so than it was in two thousand one, but that's just like that's a direct parallel with me with climate well, climate change yeah. and, and like a police force. Like, where, where's the correlation there? Like, well, like so, the police force would be basically like uh, representatives of like a state to continue that analogy, like okay. any kind of government, right? Right. Uh, and what they can do in response to climate change. But if they're an unhealthy sort of like corrupt society, like the city of Frank was, sure. they can't do shit about it. 
You know, they have to rely on the gumption of like one extraordinary white blood cell. Dr. Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, I don't know, some random white blood cell you have inside the city of Chew. Like that like that's the whole idea. They can't do anything about it. Um and until they start uh like working on Frank's health and like going on hikes and eating vegetables and Tom Collin gets ushered in, blah blah blah. And then but like what you said is also a valid point because we don't get that sequel where we get to see what the inside of a yoga instructor looks like. Like, sure. nah, well, you know, you know, like, I, I would be interested to see from, from a health perspective, but also from a class perspective Yeah, inside of this body, is it going to be like golden towers or is it just going to be like a nice countryside house? You yeah. know, like yeah. how are they going to frame it? Yeah. It, I mean, it depends on who would write it. So like if a communist is writing it, then uh, like a healthy body is going to look like uh, Moscow or something. I don't know. You know, they've got a centrally planned city with like, uh, you know, free housing, free health care. Like, would it be food? like a Star Trek Jetsons type <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Would it be like that? Inside of a healthy body. Right. Uh, and then if, if it's unhealthy, it just looks like the city of Frank again, right? Maybe like different twists. Well, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you show this to the kids, and then also at the end of the movie, you're just like, you know what you just saw? Yeah. This is how you can help. So Boom. you did some advanced research and watched the short-lived Osmosis Jones cartoon show. I mean, I, I watched like four seconds um, <laughs> of it, but uh, in there, they, they it takes place inside of like a teenager's body. Oh. So in that, they're more focused on like puberty yeah. and like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like, oh, isn't this teenager gross? And then what, is it still like a American like capitalist type city like inside this? Okay, so I don't know, but I will say this. The kid's name is Hector. Yeah. And then the third character that they have is like a sassy Latina cop. Oh, no. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, then why were all these like black civil circuits weren't inside of Bill Murray? <laughs> Woo! Interesting. Oh, man. Interesting. This show's all over the place. <laughs> this IP is like, uh, man. Either way, somebody needs to either like the... As as all the people in Western PA know, like the, the Mr. Germ, the whatever the fucking Mr. Mm-hmm. Yuck thing... There just needs to be like 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 with socialism needs to be a rebrand with COVID. There needs to be like a stronger, stronger brand. Uh, I don't see enough COVID like mascots on the street with signs like pointing, flipping signs to the vaccination mm-hmm. center and just like stuff. Let's make it cute so that we can crush it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We need a we need a Osmosis Jones um, miniseries focused specifically on COVID. Yeah, I'm into uh, it. Where he gets to go inside the body of uh, Xi Jinping from China. <laughs> Yeah, all right uh, so that's where we're gonna end the episode <laughs> uh it's been a movie one so it's been an easy one and yes. hopefully a fun one um and yeah that's it so uh maybe we'll record an outro i don't know see ya all right see you later guys <laughs>
The variant sweeping through the South, Texas, Arkansas, and Florida, accounting for 40% of new cases in the country. But in Miami, thousands packing a stadium for a live concert. You're literally like drowning in people. As the CDC now says, they could recommend masks for the fully vaccinated indoors, joining cities like Los Angeles, St. Louis, and New Orleans. But in Arkansas, a new law banning mask mandates goes into effect this week. It's important not to have the current debate about mask wearing, but to have the current emphasis on getting a vaccine. Only 49% of the country is fully vaccinated. Those without the shots making up 99.5% of COVID deaths. Frontline workers once again with urgent pleas to the public. We are seeing younger patients, all unvaccinated, um, that are sicker. Dr. Michael Bolding has been working in the COVID ward in Fayetteville, Arkansas, since the start of the pandemic. He's seeing more COVID patients now than ever before. What would it mean to you and your colleagues if more people got vaccinated? Less pain and suffering and call less families um, to tell them their, their loved ones didn't make it. That's Linda Mercer's greatest fear. She's a grandmother now fighting for her life. I'm admitting my wrong because I was being selfish by not getting vaccinated. It really changes your outlook on life when you almost feel like I may be called home. Here in Illinois, the Delta variant has caused cases to double in the last two weeks. The governor and the mayor of Chicago saying that new restrictions could be reimposed. Thanks for watching our YouTube channel. Follow today's top stories and breaking news by downloading the NBC News app.